Yo, he's getting positive reaction. I've been I've been bouncing an idea off of uh, everybody I've been meeting about uh, Corona getting its line. Oh yeah, yeah. Actually, it's a it's a good segment. I think I think I think it'll be pretty pretty awesome. You know what I didn't realize though? As many times as I've seen those com- Corona commercials, which I block them out or the TV's on mute because I'm watching sports. Yeah. I didn't know that that was the punchline of the commercial. Yeah. Oh, Corona gets its line. Had no idea. Okay. I was really, I was listening back to that going, because Sim is fucking genius. <laughs> <laughs> wow. He might really be onto something there. <laughs> that is the actual tagline of a commercial. But carrying it forward into real life, you know, sometimes colonels get their limes during uh, really important moments, pivotal moments in life. You know, you uh, just had a baby. You know, a corona should get its lime. A, a corona should definitely get its lime. You're at your baby's first uh, recital. <laughs> Ten Corona should get ten limes <laughs> when beforehand. You know what? I think when your kids listen to you, the first time you ask them to do something, a Corona gets two limes. Ooh. i tell you this. Uh, when my daughter gets locked out of the house when she's coming home from school, as she is right now, a Corona gets its lime. <laughs> you, you know when, you're, when your baby's not fussy, a Corona gets its lime. Um, so what'd you bring me? I brought you uh, a very monumental pair of Jordans, uh, the 13 Jordans, uh, black leather. Those are custom made by Team Jordan for the wide receivers for the 49ers. Since you're a Niner fan, uh, Crabtree got those made for us um, when I was still on the, on the Niners. And I already had a pair of them, so, you know, doubled up. One's not really getting used, collecting dust. Wow. I would do Jordan a disservice by letting it collect dust in the, in the closet. You would. So. So. Oh, yeah. These are fresh. And the black on black with the red. The black on black with the red sole, right? Yeah. Ooh, these are clean. These look like the 49er uniforms that you wanted to get, but they didn't get them until you yeah. retired. The, yeah, the year after I left. Yeah, so I wore them for the... Um, I wore them once for one of the the way trip that we had. That we, uh, he got them for us for, mm-hmm. and then I wore them uh, one more time, just uh, hanging out. But I mean, outside of the two wears, then they just sat there because I had the other pair that I was already wearing and broken in. So you always tell yourself, "Y'all get two pairs. I wear one pair, and, and one hold on to off, the other. You hold on to the other one." And I can tell. I mean, there's no there's no crease. Yeah, like I can tell that if if I put these on. They're gonna be so fresh that I'm gonna walk pigeon toed for the first like couple weeks to try to keep them from like bending in the toes. You know how you do that with your new kicks? Oh yeah. You don't want to, you don't want to crease up the leather. So you know what the worst? I'm gonna be walking pigeon toed for a little bit trying to reserve them. You know the worst is when you're younger and uh, you know you're coming from a slightly less than uh, wealthy family. Uh-huh. <laughs> and you have hand me downs and you're wearing your brother's Jordans. You're super excited to get a pair of Jordans because you know you finally get a pair, but your brother's hand me downs and you put the shoe on. And it just doesn't quite fit right. Why is that? Because oh, he left a foot imprint that's a different shape from the bottom of your foot. So where he has the creases in his toes, you don't have the creases. So you're like, man, is this a rock in my shoe or something? Or yeah. Is it something to fold in my sock? Nah, man. It's just your, your brother's footprint. Yeah. Right? You know, yeah those, I, those don't have the foot these, impression. These don't have the footprints. No, huh? no. The sole is pristine. Look at that. You've even got the little wooden thing still in here to like keep the shape yeah, in the you know, front. Those are important to have that. One, to keep moisture out of it while they're sitting uh, in the closet. You don't want to collect moisture inside the shoe. It should still smell like fresh shoe. Wow, they still and, smell like new car. Yeah. And uh, also it keeps the uh, creases from going in there. Sometimes the leather gets heavy when it gets hot. Moisture might cause it to sag a little bit and you get uh, misshapen shoes. 
Shoes are important. Shoes are very important. Don't forget that, man. I remember growing up, it, it was all about the shoes. You know, if you had them nice shoes, you're probably going to play well that day. Yep. It was weird at first, but I mean, I, I remember when the uh, the Kamikazes came out. Ooh, I remember those. Yeah. I had to get those. Uh, the Jason Kids. Yes. The uh, up-tempos. The first up-tempos. The Scotty Pippen up-tempos? Yes. Yeah. No, the those. ones before those. Okay. I remember. Before, the ones that were the first shoe to be $160. Right. Back then, it was like astronomical. Yes, that was crazy back then. <laughs> yep, I had um, yeah, them Jordan. The, when the Jordan tens came out, I fell in love. I loved those. They're a little. The tens were dope. They're a little heavy in the heel, but they were pretty light for Jordans back back in the day. The ten um, was good. I think the best shoes to hoop in were the thirteens and the sixteens. Sixteens were a really good shoe to hoop in. Yeah, and, and I take and the twenty threes. Twenty threes were really good. I never. I didn't get that high up. I think I stopped hooping in the ones. Um, after uh, 13 was the last ones I hooped in, and then I went back and I wore my threes to hoop in. Those are like playing with ankle weights. Yeah, those are very bulky in uh, <laughs> 1980s. <laughs> it was like wearing Chuck Taylors. Hey, you know, Chuck's they don't upgraded this stuff too now, though. Yeah, they have. I got the Converse too. Those things are comfortable as all get out with the lunar sole and all of yeah, that yeah, stuff. Yeah, lunar sole is real. That stuff is legit. Why, so, why did they wait so long to fix it? And you know. <laughs> You know, people had plantar fasciitis for the longest time wearing Converse. You know, so they want to switch it now. Like, man, where was you 30 years ago when I had plantar fasciitis? You're real talk. And now, thanks for the hey, word hey, bigger than splints. mayonnaise. <laughs> shin splints, I used to have that too. Man. Man, but I, I, we went for a family walk on Sunday, and um, I wore the wrong I wore the wrong Chuck Taylors when I went out. Check the door, please. Ask who it is. Um, so I was wearing the wrong Chucks. We're walking yeah. at least a couple miles. I got a bruise on the bottom of my right foot, which is why I'm sitting there hitting you up going, hey, man, I know you got some running shoes that you ain't really using right now because I can't be walking and running in these chucks in my Adidas. I never should have wore Adidas. I don't trust Adidas. I'm a Nike guy. Uh, remember but the Adidas, uh, the Air Cools? Those were all right. Those, those were pretty decent. Yeah. Very good shoes, soft. But you know what? They just don't, they don't fit like a Nike. I can trust that yeah. I can put on any Nike 12 and I'm going to be good. But some Adidas, they're... They're uh, they fit small, but they're wide, or they're, they're they don't have the arch. Anyways, so yeah, me and uh, me and Smush and the kid, we wake up every morning and we walk to school and do all of that good stuff. And my shoes have got plenty of miles on them, so that's why you need some running shoes. Yeah, <laughs> dad duties. Well, we're talking right now, kid. Thanks for listening to us. If I can't get you to listen to us, then what makes me think anyone else is gonna listen to us? But we'll try. So yeah, that's why that's why that's why I hit you up. And I appreciate you coming by and, and then I see I got a Nike shocks over here. Yeah. You know shocks is a staple. I mean, those those are good. Those that those are style. I really like those uh when I got it. I was on the uh Lions. I bought the Lions colors and ended up not wearing them because I was there all year. <laughs> and you did like Detroit, huh? No, not too much. All right. They had good, great colors, though, but... Yeah, those are dope. I mean, I'll look at them as Lions colors and not like Cowboy colors or Dodger colors. Definitely not neither of those. Definitely, uh, definitely, definitely not. Gray, black, and white with the uh, Detroit uh, away jersey. But they're pretty light? Yeah, pretty nice, comfortable, too. Okay. You get heel support. That's be the proper angle for walking and running. Okay, that's what I'm, that's what I'm about right here now. So, 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 do we need to make a deal? Like, how do we work this out, my friend? Two hundred dollars for both. Yeah, I was selling the Jordans for one fifty online, 
And I was, I was even gonna sell these because I, I really like those. But you know, guy needs some shoes. All right, one seventy-five. I like you. I like that. It works. Okay. I like that I didn't even have to counter with an, <laughs> with a number, and you still took off $25. That's a good trade yeah, right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's yeah. Okay. So, you know, to see the way the way my bank account is set up, and, uh, you know, do, do you take EBT? I take yeah, EBT. I take um, PayPal. Pesos. PayPal, pesos. <laughs> good look at that. I got some kicks. We're going to do that. Um you could pay me in bud. <laughs> Yo, so what KO doesn't understand is that he's about to walk into a serious debate on why baseball is a more skilled sport than football. When the hell I even need a, a warning before I do something? Like I just walk right in. You know what I'm saying? I'm Open the saying. door, I'm in here. That's right. Beers, everybody, I'm just, let's go. I'm just saying right there, that's hashtag shots fired, homie. I'm just yeah. saying. Hashtag shots purchased. Let's go. 100 shots. Everybody get it right now. Let's go. <laughs> you know, now, before I start, I just want to sit there and say that football is by far a, a more athletic sport. I don't want your disclaimers, man. Get to your point. Baseball is a more skilled sport. It takes more skill to play baseball and succeed in baseball than it does in football. Okay. Because... Hitting a baseball is the single hardest thing to do in all of sports. Golf. Yeah. <laughs> well. Okay, it, but go ahead. Continue. Well, I, I like your stance. I agree that it is very hard. And, and now the difference between golf and baseball is that that golf ball is sitting right in front of you. and Still hard to hit. And it's still hard to hit. But it's not coming at you at 95 with a spin and a back door to it. And then you have to read and react to that golf ball that's you in that golf ball agreed it's all in your head as far as how you perform with that golf ball that baseball that element of how fast that ball is coming at you yeah. and getting to you is the hardest thing to do in all sports quarterback is the toughest position to play in all sports just because of the level of knowledge you have to have to play quarterback the amount of time you have to to know everything that's going on but even with that being said if a quarterback has two and a half seconds you've got Two seconds more in football than you do in baseball to read and react to a pitch. <laughs> everybody flying at his head, and everybody has to hit that baseball. The quarterback is tough, but you've got O linemen that it. I mean, it's hey, block that guy, block whoever comes this way. So let, let's rewind it and say, baseball is a sport that requires one great skill to have: hitting a baseball. There's one very hard thing to do in baseball. Pitching. Pitching's tough. It's tough, but it's not up there where, you know, hey, it's tough to run over Ray Lewis. That's tough. Yeah. It doesn't require skill. It's just tough. Hitting a baseball, it requires great hand-eye coordination. Yes. Every sport I know requires great hand-eye coordination. Right. It takes hand-eye coordination to jack off. <laughs> I wouldn't call it difficult or skillful. You just need to have hand-eye coordination to hold the porno still while you rub your thing and, you know what I'm saying, get into the mood. Okay. Use your imagination, things of other nature. I'm not going to get very graphic with it, PG-13, but I'm just saying, a 13-year-old kid can masturbate. Okay. Kids in Little League can hit a ball. 
I'm just saying. Well, Pop Warner to NFL. I could, okay, I would even venture to say that your comment alone was probably, okay, let's say baseball takes the most skill. That's not what makes football entertaining is the skill. Because there's a lot of skill involved in football, but I'll tell you this. It takes skill and something else. Baseball, it just takes skill. If you have skill, you can do it. Football, it takes skill, craziness, <laughs> stamina, and durability. But it takes stamina to run around on a soccer field. It takes stamina to run on a soccer field, and they actually slide at each other, and they do crazy stuff, and they hit the head. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Well, but and, and like a- imagine, if they had ta- if, imagine if soccer was tackle. Now add another element to it. Because football basically is soccer, but you get tackled, yeah. and the ball don't touch the ground. Like I said, no, I'm not going to even debate the fact that it the takes- football players yeah. are the, the creme de la creme when it comes to physical athletes in all of sports. Um, but at the end of the day, they're still running fast, cutting, stopping, changing their momentum. Um, just still like, just like running in, routes, make them look the same. Just still. like in every other sport, they're doing it at a higher level than the other sports. But again, that's athleticism. That's not skill. It's just not to cut exceptional you off, athletes. Do you have uh, ability to rewind live TV? What did I just do you have Direct TV? Oh, he has it. Because there was something on there that was very important that I mean, just caught a glimpse of the, my right eye. Because you know, playing okay. football, Highway I can watch this man. and watch you at the same time. Split vision is a skill you have to have in football because you have to be able to watch the football come in your hands. Okay, now tell that. You have to be able to make sure that you're avoiding people trying to take your head off. So that's a skill. Kaepernick invited, invite expected for next meeting with NFL owners. Yes, I what saw that. that. I what saw that, that earlier. What is that about? Um. So you're conceding that you lost the football versus baseball argument. Oh, never no, mind. We'll I get back to that. The fact okay. that okay. I, just, I, I looped I've that into the I've fact that I saw that out of the corner of my eye because you have to be able to watch the ball coming into your hands just, and avoid Ray Lewis knocking your head off. With you. That's a skill. Yeah, but you did, vision is you, a skill. You, you didn't have. do it in a tenth of a second. That's what you got to do when you're in the batter's yes, box. Yes, when that ball's okay. coming in there, okay. when you have Colin That's Kaepernick okay. throwing the ball at you 100 miles an hour because he was a baseball pitcher, that ball's coming in at 100 miles an hour. You got to be able to... Stop the force of the ball into your hands while, same time, making sure that Dante uh, Whittier is not knocking your head off. But you, but you're you're taking a ball that's coming at you very fast that Pause. you know is intended to go towards you. So the whole decision making of is this something I need to catch or not catch do is I out catch of it. And As catch now, and curl now. Do I catch now on the, arm? Now do I on, catch stop? Now when turn you're hitting, right? no, when you're hitting and that ball is coming at you. At a hundred miles an hour from a closer distance, you have to then pick up the ball, decide what pitch it is. Is it a fastball, curveball, off speed? Where's this pitch gonna break? Is this pitch gonna be in the strike zone? And you have a tenth of a second to do such, which again is still over two seconds longer than the quarterback with the fastest release in the game, Tom Brady, has to decide to get rid of the ball. You, but you get now again. What I will concede with football is where football is special is that it is ex- you have to put in, in a stupid amount of prep work. It's studious. Yes. It is very, so very skill, studious. If you're saying skill, the word skill alone requires cognitive ability, right? It, okay. If you say skill, you're not talking about athletic ability. You're talking about mental capacity. It is a very... It, it is very studious game. You have to do your homework so in football to know what ability. is going on. But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, they say, hey, the word skill. hike the ball, throw the ball, tackle the guy with the ball. Hey, 
throw the ball, ball catch the ball, swing bad at ball, to get, run to white bases. But again, seeing and ball hitting the hit, ball is the toughest have thing. Have glove, use glove, catch See, ball. Seeing and hitting the ball is the toughest thing out of those two sports. It's the toughest thing out of any sport. I would say. You have people uh, in football that lose their job because they lose I their athleticism. Even though they still have the skill. No. Now, in no. baseball, you have people that might not even be that athletic. Skill. Well, okay, like I said, well, football is more athleticism than skill. Baseball is more skill uh, than athleticism. I would say that football is more cerebral than it is actual physical ability. Because... Everybody can go out there and run around and do whatever you do on a football field. Which is what you guys if do. If you don't know what you're doing, you're going to get your head knocked it's off. It's studious. Yes. You have to know where to be at an exact time. I'm not I'm not saying it doesn't take Tiny. intelligence. No, but, but, but this is where baseball and football differ. Baseball, you're a batter having to hit a ball. Yes. Football, I am a quarterback hoping this other guy has the same skill set as I do. So you rely more on somebody else. So it's not even cerebral, it's social. You have to have 11 people doing the same thing at the exact same time on the same page in order for one thing to work right. It's the ultimate team game, not yeah. denying that. So it's, that's a skill. Now, Because okay, you, you can't walk into I'm a bar saying. and you can't walk into a bar as an asshole and say, I'm going to go make 10 friends. No. You're, you're going tomato tomorrow. What I'm, I'm saying, not doing tomato. What yeah, I'm going to say is this. That's not a skill. It's, it's, it's social socialization. Is that not a skill to have? If you, you socialize, you're, you're extrovert. That's a skill. I, I can go and conversate with people. I'm open. Where, I can relate to people real easy. That's a okay. skill. But here's here's what I'm going to separate football's skill versus baseball's skill. Um, in football, you can have the skill as the next man. But if you don't, you can throw the ball. You can run. But if you don't have the athleticism to run as fast, to throw as far, chances are you're not going to cut it. If you're not as big, if you're not as strong, that's all physical attributes. That's athleticism. That's not skill. Now let me finish. Let me finish. Now you go to baseball. You could be five six. You could be six three. If you have the skill to play the game, the athleticism comes second. If you have athleticism in baseball, it's a plus. Good shit. Thank you. You can run fast too. Hey. But you got to hit the ball, and everybody's got to hit the ball. Only one person on that offense has to be as smart as the quarterback. In my receivers, too. The I'm, linemen. Uh, well, the linemen. The linemen. I'm not saying there's no skill. Like I said, there's prep work. But the toughest position is only one person, and he's he's got a lot of responsibility. Everyone has responsibility. they got to know their role and know their job. But that's athletic-based, not skill-based. That's what I'm getting at. No one's going to ever deny that a, ba- a football player is the biggest, strongest, fastest people to do what they do. They're beasts. That's why they cut you off so quick because they're you guys are they they got a lot of athletes. Skill to play a game, athleticism to play a sport. To play a game, athleticism to play a sport. I'm telling you, football requires skill. Coupled with something else, you have to have a level of insanity to do this on purpose every week. So do so do mixed martial artists. Yeah, I would agree. I would say those are some highly tuned athletes. 
I agree with that as well. And it's a highly skilled, a highly set of the high set of skills, advanced set of skills you have to have in order to even step into the ring. I agree. I would equate I, MMA to football. Which you can't step on a football field and just have skills. You have to have athleticism. But if you have athleticism, it could be misguided and unused, and, and and they won't capitalize on your athleticism because you have no skill. It means you don't know how to apply your ability. Baseball is very hard to hit a ball. It's very the hand-eye coordination, the the, the 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 room for error is very huge. In football, the reactionary time is so huge that not same at the fast fast as reaction time for baseball even hockey hockey's reactionary time for a goalie is a lot faster than hitting a pitch that's crazy that's yeah. crazy Good but call. at the same time imagine if you could go and run full speed into a goalie he still has to worry about that that puck coming in there also to worry about somebody come knock his head off too that's what i'm saying about football there's that other element involved with this like danger so in baseball there's no danger there's just skill football there's danger that's why they don't guarantee your contracts i will play football all day till i'm blue in the face I'll tell you this, oh, we're athletic, we're skilled, we're this, we're that. Never compared to any other sport. I'm saying, when we ask the question, how come you guys' money's not guaranteed? Because there's an element of danger that's just there that you can't avoid it, no matter what you say. I can argue blue in the face, I want guaranteed money. No, you can't guarantee you're not going to be busted up tomorrow. The danger is there. And that's what makes the football so exciting, the fact that you could be skilled, you could be athletic, but you just never know. And that just never knowing requires a level of insanity to go out there every day and do it. I um, I agree with everything you just said, and I'm you not say right go- now you're gonna say a butt. When we say butt, it negates everything you said right now. So I don't even want to hear it. <laughs> but that had nothing to do with my <laughs> argument. You say his butt. That it, is a summation of the you argument. Did you try to box me in in the corner. You don't I'm, put baby in the I'm corner. Just, <laughs> you try to say football just based on skill alone. I'm just comparing baseball and football, and you're doing all this other talking and bringing up very good points about other things. I'm just saying baseball versus football is there's, there's, okay. there's it's more skill than athleticism, okay. and football is more athleticism than skill as it pertains to those two sports. Just to push your buttons, because I'm a baseball guy, we're knucklehead shit talkers, and you guys are aggressive meatheads. <laughs> and you guys are aggressive Very meatheads. poetic when they talk trash. Yeah. I'm telling you this, though. That's like saying, you know what? Bananas are just so much smoother than apples. Okay, um... I put bananas in my cereal. <laughs> I put apples in my fruit salad. <laughs> Everything's good. <laughs> well, you know, oranges are a little more orange than, than, than tangerines. Nah, I don't know, man. Tomato, tomato. Well, that's still in the, in the fruit section. Well, they're vegetables. No, they're not, man. Come on. What, what is the argument really about? What are you pointing at? What are you poking at? I think I'm poking the bear, but wait. What? I am. I you want a claw? You want a bear claw? I can actually tell you, if you want to push the bowl, get a horn? I, what is it? I'm just going to say that I really feel that I won this debate, but I'm going to concede because I know when I turn this thing off, there's a good chance that I might get choked out because you are much bigger than me. And are no one, and there will be no. So that's a skill. <laughs> Booyah, interception. What is going wow. on? They are just terrible. This dude 22 is having a game. He might get player of the game. Peters is no joke, man. I like that dude. He's from the Bay. That was a terrible pass. I'm not going to say it was great coverage. It was just, it was so easy. Who is this guy? He sucks. Get rid of him. Trevor Simeon. She cut him in the middle of the game. Trevor Simeon. That's the the guy right now. Look at this. Look at this. This is horrible. 
Where are you throwing it? Yeah, See? John Gruden just said it was a terrible throw. You know you're good when John Gruden says what you say. Yep. It wasn't even a bad route. It could have been a better route, but it wasn't a bad route. He had more time, too. You don't have to rush that throw. This is the thing I'm talking about, man. What? The, the fundamentals are not being coached the way they used to be coached. Maybe that's just something that you say when you get older. Yeah, I always feel like you you played in the uh, in the best years of whatever sport you played in. But it, but it's true, and I'm not saying you played in the best years of the league. But is there something to be said for yeah. for the, the sports in all the way around the major sports? They're focusing on people being more all or nothing type players, or they they're not fundamentally sound with all of the skills. They're just they're kind of specialty players. Yeah. Um. Man, and like the, it, like I'll say, like in baseball, I watch baseball, and a lot of these guys go one for four with three strikeouts, but they got a home run. So yeah, they're they're not really like um, hit situational hitting people over that much. There's a lot of strikeouts, but a lot of home runs. Altuve, so they're all or that nothing. Dude's smaller than people's kids. That boy is he special can though. Smack that thing. That boy is special. We got Mark Morgan muscles, and he hitting like Barry Bonds. And he can hit. He's like, he's like if Tony Gwynn wanted to hit with some power. Because he can actually make contact and, and, and move that thing with that. He, he swings yeah. that stick real nice, and he got pop. It's and his, he's only like four foot two. Is his stick, uh, is his bat uh, lighter than everybody else's? They give him the kid bat? <laughs> <laughs> that dude's tiny. He's tiny. Small strike zone. He looks like one of those jockeys from the Breeders' Cup. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> uh, his, his name sounds like a jockey, Jose Altuve. Yeah, he's riding a sea biscuit. <laughs> yeah. So what the fuck you think about the World Series? Man, it's the I, first time I was interested in baseball. I actually watched the whole game, except for the last couple minutes. When Houston hit that last home run and they got uh, three three uh, runs again, I turned it off. I figured L.A. wasn't going to come back. What was, it, what was the final score? Last night? Yeah. I think it was 13-12. to 12. It went extra innings. Also, L.A. It, came back? L.A. came back. So... What? So you did you look? You lost. You left out when it was what twelve nine. When they hit that Houston. very last, in, yeah, no, hit the very last home run, and uh, it was eleven nine. Yep. And I just I was done. But uh, I mean, it was interesting. I mean, it was action packed. Uh, batters were getting up there and actually taking swings. Uh, the rest of the uh, defense was involved. The pitcher wasn't that good to where like you know back in the day when Nolan Ryan's pitching, nobody's getting anything. You're just gonna watch him pitch, and everybody's standing around like, dude, this is boring. Yeah. But, I mean, he was that good. Oral Hershiser, he was that good. Mm-hmm. He's just going to strike everybody out. He's just not going to get any hits. <laughs> That's boring baseball. I can't watch that stuff. But I, I see batters are probably, what, closing the gap between how good pitches are and how good they can make contact with the ball. Yes. Getting a little better. Hand-eye coordination is uh, evolving. They're, they're, they're doing a lot of uh, analytics in baseball to where – T- and it seems like they're teaching these guys a different swing, a, a swing with more of an uppercut, kind of like Griffey, yeah. that has just a natural uppercut. So it's going to toward, it's gonna project and get get further out, not as much hitting opposite field, things of that nature. And then the pitchers, they're all teaching. All these guys are throwing a hundred miles an hour now. I feel like they're more. Won the game last night. Houston. Oh, Houston. Houston did win. Um. But yeah, these guys are hitting jacks, and then the pitcher, the pitcher makes one mistake because no one's gonna throw. There's a saying like my coach would always say that if a pitcher hit his location with his pitches all the time, there'd be no hit baseball every day. Yeah. But you, those hitters, gotta wait for that pitcher to make a mistake with his location on that ball, 
and take advantage. And my goodness, they're taking advantage. Both teams. They're just hitting. I've never seen. Did you know that this is the this year, 2017, in the regular season, they set the major league record for most home runs in yeah. a season. So now they just set a playoff record for home runs in a postseason. And now Houston and L.A. have set a record for home runs in a World Series. They're just hitting shit out the yard. And but striking out like 200 times a year. It's, yeah, it's crazy. It's funny how percentages do not carry over to other sports. If you had that free throw percentage or how many you had batting average, yeah. you wouldn't make the league. If you had a catching average of, of that, if you're a wide receiver in, in the league and you mm-hmm. caught as many balls as they had hits, it just doesn't, it doesn't compute. No, no way. And that's what that's what uh, us baseball players, you know, we're, we're trained to accept failure because we're going to fail 70% of the time if we're an all-star. Yeah. If you if you fail seventy percent of the time for ten years, you're a Hall of Famer. And but if Peyton Manning because, was, it if, sucks because go ahead. Golf is just that much harder than baseball. Baseball is hard. It is. It's hard. You, you need to have patience because it's slower pace. It's action packed with slower pace. It's different from from football. But uh, I mean, if I had any kind of control on it, which is that's it shows the skill required to play baseball is that I would pitch, but I, I couldn't I couldn't control it. I could throw the hell out of the, the, the ball. I mean, even in, in high school, I was throwing like 88 miles an hour. Yeah. Just throwing it, though. I mean, it wasn't going to hit anywhere in the strike zone, but it was going to get there quick. Yeah. And like, then the coach told me, he's like, if you just work on this, man, you'd be so good. You're, you're 6'5", you're a lefty. You could really throw the ball. I can, I can help you with your control. Because I can't hit anybody, man. Like, I want to hit people. I'm violent. I like to just, you know what I mean? I want to snap somebody's neck. I want to smash into somebody. I want to talk trash to them, something like that. You're a pitcher. You can't talk trash like that. Is yeah. he all collected, calm? Calculated. That's not me. Yeah, I think. I think they're. Oh oh. What? Are, yes. What? Oh. I wow. like when they get cute and mess up, especially when they're ahead by by fourteen points. You should just be running the ball. You're at home against Denver. You should be running the ball. Put it in the ball, arms of your running back, and you crunch that time. You get home quick. You catch your early flight back home to catch your wife in bed. <laughs> Man, Alex Smith is sitting there going, "I've dumb. got." I've got about 15 touchdowns and no interceptions this year, and we got him throwing the ball in the red zone. Left-handed. What are you right doing? Throw it to the guy I'm or sorry. out of bounds. Throw you're it trying to the guy to, or out of bounds. You're trying to get a little too cute with the play call right there. Those are the fundamentals my- that they don't have anymore because I heard LT get taught that over and over again. Throw it to the guy or out of bounds. Throw it to the guy out of bounds. Get us to the next down. Get us to the next down. That's old school. That's you know, I also say that uh, about football is that, you know, everybody always thinks that they played in the best era of, of whatever sport they played in because they think it's all this, this, that, whatever. I tell you this, the roughest time in the NFL, I didn't play in. The time when they were just teeing off and <laughs> blasting fools, there was no protection for the quarterback or any of them times. That was during the 70s and 80s. They were just destroying each other. Yeah. Yeah, mind you, they, can't, they can barely walk these days too. So there's no surviving after the career. But I mean, it was some, it was some beast, especially during the freaking '80s. It was some beast. So, which game stood out to you uh, over this last week? Did you watch them? The sun, the game yesterday. Yeah, uh, I, I liked. Um, I was watching the Redskins and uh, Cowboys game, and uh, I thought it was pretty. Uh, it was pretty interesting. They're talking about they haven't uh, activated. Um, Darren McFadden, but to keep him on the roster because uh, they don't know if Ezekiel Elliott's going to be uh, suspended or not. Yeah, but I, they're running the ball really well. 
uh, Dak Prescott, Chris Brown look alike. Uh, he's doing pretty good. Uh, Kirk Cousins was doing pretty good. Um, it was it was an interesting game for the, the little bit of time I watched it. I watched the Chargers and Patriots game too, and I actually for a minute there believed that the Chargers were going to pull out a victory until you realized that they were the Chargers and they were playing in New England against Tom Brady. I just remember that the fundamentals were not being taught to the guys that are on defense on San Diego and just guys just giving up the the flat route to a guy that you go you run everybody out of there and get the flat route guy out there. You should know that's Patriots. That's textbook Patriots ball. You're going to get everybody out of there, and if you take, if you cover them, because Tom Brady can hit them downfield. So if you cover them downfield, you're all gone. Everybody takes long drops. And you just jump to the running back. He gets 10 yards. Dink, 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 all the way down the field. And they don't ever cover it. You don't have no spy sitting out there for him to, to get, get rid of that option. I hear that. Are you just watching the games? Do you catch any of the uh, post-game press conferences or interviews, any of that stuff? No, I hate listening to people talk. Okay, I hear you. I was, <laughs> Coming I was, from a guy who has a podcast, I hate listening to people talk. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Anchor. Yeah, um, I was just wondering because I was going to say, what the? Do you understand what the fuck is Cam Newton wearing? I don't know what this guy's doing. Hey man, like what the fuck? No, I must go ahead and say that I didn't always have the best suits on or the the best shoes. But I'm not sitting here trying to break boundaries or break molds or become the, the fashionista. I leave that to dudes that walk on runways and girls that walk on runways and people that care about fashion. I mean, I'm not going to – I don't want to hate anybody or, or promote no, it's hate. No, okay. Do it. I just want okay. to understand why you want to wear things that are so ex- eccentric that you want attention for it or you think you're cool or you think it's nice or are you setting a trend or you're trying to make people follow you or – I don't get your, your motivation behind it, but – if you yeah. wear that stuff where I come from, they're going to beat you up. It's going to cause more conflict. Yeah, it just seems a little bit too loud of an outfit. And then the one this week, the one this week wasn't as bad to me as the one last week, but still it's doing so much. And then you lost last week when you wearing this janky-ass type beige outfit with a big chef-looking puffy hat like, and these glasses with two tones on them. It's... What are you doing, the man? Thing that, like, the thing that the, any, any old school football guy would say, you should never make it look like you're spending way too much time coordinating your outfit and not studying the playbook. Because if you look like trash on the field and you're wearing some weird garbage stuff off the field, they're going to start thinking that you're not taking football seriously. And that's, you know, you, I know you heard it before. Yeah. Just not making football okay. a priority or he just doesn't want to play ball anymore. Mm. More concerned with the, the, the fame than the fortune. Or, mm. You know what I'm They've saying? been saying that about Because they said about Colin Kaepernick. Got you know, he's taking, get all the cameras yeah. and take his shirt off and he's posing naked in the picture in the magazine and all that stuff. And you just interview that interview. And now you're dating this girl. Now you're on this red carpet. And now you're at this award show. But you ain't producing nothing on the field that makes you worthy of being considered one of the best in the league. Because that's the goal. You want to be one of the best in the league, if not the best in the league. I don't care what I look like. I wear sweats if I need to. If I need to focus on playing football, I'm going to wear sweats. I'm going to wear Jordans, which we did. And Jim Harbaugh was a coach in his old school. I don't care about what you're wearing. You're on that field. You play ball. We go home. Marty Schottenheimer's the same way. Wear a suit to the game. Afterwards, wear whatever because we're going to win anyway. We'll be celebrating. Get comfortable. Put your sweats on. Relax. Nice. All right, what the fuck's up with the Niners? They just made a trade today. They just traded uh, for Jimmy Garofalo, the backup quarterback uh, on the Patriots. They just gave up a second-round pick for him. My brother just sent me a text like, hey, you guys got your quarterback. I'm like, good. Now they got 52 other players they need to go worry about because it ain't just the quarterback that sucks. 
but good for them for doing something. You I guess. What do you think? You shouldn't let your front office get too involved with personnel decisions like that. Run the team from the political side and let the players run the team from the football side or the coaches run the football side. You can't get too involved with, with stuff when you're getting rid of head coaches because you have a disagreement personal with them. Man, you make it too personal. Okay, you don't like his methods and style. Was he winning the games? Yeah, well, then get out of the damn man's business. Yeah, man, when you got when you get rid of a coach like that, it happened in San Diego, it happened in San Francisco, it happened a lot of times. You get rid of a great coach because you don't like that the coach has all the attention or he's running the show and you're not involved enough. Ego sets in there, and that's what happens. The team just falls apart. So you get all this talent that one coach brought in. People enjoy playing for that guy. And then when he's gone, everybody wants to leave or retire or I'm done or trade me. I don't want to be here anymore. You know, just gruntle. I'm, I'm upset. That stuff happens over and over again. And it shows that the owners don't really care about whether they're winning games or not. They say they do, but they don't. It's all about the bottom line and how to save money and make money. Mm -hmm. Speaking of owners, what the fuck is up with the owner in Houston? What is your boy McNair saying? About, I mean, <laughs> come on, man. What? Oh, man. Hey, I tell you one thing. You're a billionaire. You want to stay a billionaire? Just keep your product happy. Keep your employees and your product happy. If you think that they're inmates, don't tell them they're inmates. Let them go ahead on and make them license plates like inmates. Self-awareness is, is key when it comes to destroying a uh, destroying an empire. Because when you become aware that you can destroy an empire, you start to attack that empire. If you think that you're oppressed and you can't, you can never win. You never try. I mean, it's pretty cut and dry, simple. Don't give them a reason to uprise against you. Mm -hmm. Keep them happy. Take care of your guys. Make, keep them making you money. I'm not going to sit there and call them inmates. I'm not going to be the president of the United States calling them sons of bitches. I'm not going to be uh, every other racist person talking about every other racist rhetoric you can say. And, you know what I'm saying? Whatever, you're still watching football. You know what I'm saying? As mad as you are, whatever you want to say, all these people are still watching football because the numbers still show. And there ain't that many black people in the world that are just going to watch this show because there's other black people playing football. You're still watching these, whatever you call them, you know what I'm saying, on Sundays and Mondays and Thursdays. Yeah. So get out of here with that. So if you feel that way, just keep it to yourself because it ain't doing anybody no no good. It's, it's doing you more harm than it is. What, what's the point you're trying to prove? You know what I mean? What are you trying to get out of this yeah. by saying that? You know, I kind of... It's not going to make you any money. Saying it's that. not. But you know what? I'm kind of... I'm thinking on the other end. I hear what you're saying. But for me, it's like at some point, it's good that this stuff is getting out. Don't keep it to yourself because nothing's going to change when these entitled people with these opinions and negative thoughts continue to have them and be in a position of power to influence those opinions so you know what quit quit saying that shit behind closed doors we all know that that's how you feel nah come on out and say it let us know now you got to apologize now you got to make some changes now you're gonna have to put some you might have to put up a billion of your however many billion you have to go do something for a cause all for all for all for face value but damn it nah let that shit be known like hey like snoop at the source awards like east coast ain't got no love for snoop dog and death bro and they was like no nah. he was like well fuck it let it be known then we know where we at let it be known quit trying to shuck and jive everybody the, the NBA don't have this problem because the NBA actually does give a damn about their product. But, and who knows? They probably got racist billionaire owners in the NBA too, but they take care of their people like you said. L.A. Clippers. L.A. Clippers. But, come on, the, man. Yeah, if, that's how you, if, if that's how you feel, say it. Now we, can, now we can look at you the way that we need to look at you. But we already knew it, and 
everybody knows it, and they're still gonna do it. So him saying that doesn't make him not gonna feel that that way anymore. Oh man, I said that out loud. I gotta pause. You apologize for political reasons, but you still feel that way. It's still there, and he ain't gonna do nothing about it. Well, well, we'll yeah, we'll see. Well, yeah, they're just gonna well, go yeah. back to playing football. They're gonna make it. You know, we gotta get these distractions behind us. We gotta get back to playing football, right? You know, it's over now. Let's, let's get back to playing football. They're gonna keep force feeding that on you. Let's get back to playing football. Let's get back to playing football. We got a game to win. We got a game to win. The team is more important than this. Da, da, da. No, it's not. But they all together collectively said, you know what? We're not playing another game until this guy either steps down, resigns, pays us money, or compensate us for our, our, our suffering, which is funny, but true. <laughs> I would say that. You know what, man? Yeah. Give me 50K and I'm gonna shut up about it. Until then, we're going to make your life a living hell because you got no product, and, you know, we just we just stopped. We're done. I'm good. I don't have to play for a guy who's, who's going to consider me a whatever, inmate or con yep. whatever. I shouldn't do it, but you're not allowed to – you're not allowed to have a boycott or um, – you're not allowed to have a boycott or any kind of, like, protest like that or a, a walkout or anything like that because of the collective bargaining agreement. You would just forfeit your money. So you have no leverage on that lens. But it has to be a collective – Boycott uh, against terms and conditions of the existing contract, and somehow I'm pretty sure that calling somebody inmate is kind of breaking the contract of you know professionalism or something like that. So they could organize as a, a league altogether, but at the end of the day, what are they going to prove? What's the benefit for Tom Brady to shut out a game because people call inmates and um, by an owner in Houston? You know what I mean? Yeah. But you know they're all for free speech as long as it's them expressing their right to free speech and not us and and if we express our right of free speech us being the minority or you being the athlete if you express your free speech it has to be something that they agree with well they have sponsors they have to answer to so they can't allow too much discord amongst the sponsors because if people are doing too much and the fans don't like it then you're letting then the inmates letting run the, the prison inmates run the prison and they don't know how to get the bills paid still don't make it right yeah Oogity boogity nigger. Concussion settlement. They're still going to play football. We're not going to be alive to see it, but I think football's going to be gone in a few generations. You think so? Yeah, I do. I do. I think it's going to be gone. It's not, it's not picking up around the world like the NFL would like it to. Thus, as it loses its... Um, as parents and more people understand what they're getting themselves into with football and they have less and less people playing Pop Warner so as as of right now the the signups for kids playing at a younger age has already dropped um, well they're boring I, to watch anyway so yeah <laughs> that, that's true they just run the ball but I'm just saying as uh, this is only a couple generations away look what saved baseball if baseball got saved when you had people from the Dominican and Puerto Rico and Asia. They they play baseball in Asia. It, it, it's a worldwide sport. Yeah, because well, physically they're not big enough to play football. Well, I'm not just talking about big the humans Asians. Like this. I'm just saying that's <laughs> look what happened with basketball. That was fucked up. Was it's so true. We consume up. how much beef? So we consume up. beef, man. <laughs> this is some corn-fed beef-eating <laughs> niggas over here. And you don't have that in Asia, so of course they're not going to pick up over there. Where else are you going to pick up? Samoa's the only place, you and they all live over here anyway. You just focus on one country, damn it. <laughs> you ass. <laughs> no. Continent. Hey, yeah. Europe don't have nobody our size. Asia definitely don't have nobody our size. Australia, they don't have nobody our size. This sport. There's nowhere on the earth other than America because we eat so much food. 
that we're that big. That's why we have fast food because we need to eat. I can get big. But even when football players first started, they weren't all this big. They've gotten bigger, stronger, and faster as time has gone on. Yeah. And like you said, that's only going on here. Back in the day, our football players were average-looking dudes. You don't they have black people like, like this anywhere else other than America because but, we were, we're the only species to forego natural selection. We're bred look, for this. Look at basketball. Somebody though. back in the day was just had the foresight. You know what? Football is going to happen in about 200 years. I'm going to start stealing people from West Africa and making a mate with people from South Africa. And I'm going to have the best genetic gene pool of talent to just continually draw from and have new talent each year to play this sport called football that we're going to make a lot of money on. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, yeah, right. I think it's going to uh, be done. It's on, it's on the decline. So it's it, funny, depends, the funny, it depends on what they start doing now to save it in a few generations, but it's on the decline. Baseball, basketball, they picked up. Basketball, definitely. ever since the Dream Team, definitely. you got basketball. Basketball is going to be the biggest sport out there. Yeah. USC. No, soccer. Well, well, of course, soccer. Like, we don't even count soccer. Soccer is not going anywhere. Soccer <laughs> is always going to be number one in the world. Basketball is on its way. Mixed martial arts is on its way. Football, unless it finds a way to market itself, outside of the United States or fix the problems it has with its fans right here in its hometown, it's going to be gone fairly soon. They it's going to drop. They will be smart if it's they just drop. force people to create expansion teams in different countries and you make Americans go live there and be part of that team so you can fill the big guy spots and have the, the, um, the nationals be the other spots to fill in. Kind of like they did in NFL Europe. But it's funny you say that because... The NFL has always compared itself to being a gladiator sport. This is a gladiator sport. We're like the gladiators. So in Roman times, the gladiators, the joust and all that stuff, it's yeah. ended. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, you just can't go around killing people like that anymore. You know, That's all done, Code too. of ethics. Yeah, but you know, at one time, it was cool to kill people in the arena. You just don't do it anymore. So I'm seeing football being compared to the gladiator sport. I'm thinking maybe that's the reason why it's going to be gone, because it's barbaric and, and old school, I guess. And yep. Gotta get rid of it sometime. It's gonna be gone. I think so. Like, think about it. Like, once played football. Well, here's <laughs> the thing. Like, let's just put it into like tech, like now terms. Football is like cable. Yeah, YouTube cable free TV. Right yeah. now, now basketball and soccer. That's the internet. That's the Cody box. You know, there. That's the that's the that's the new way to stream and get all your shit. Cable is the NFL. They better catch up. Certain people, they're going to get left behind. They're still hot right now. Baseball is a VW bus. <laughs> and football is a Ferrari. You can't put that many miles on a Ferrari. But baseball gets more revenue around the world. Football is still making more money here in the United States. But around the world, baseball is far bigger so, than football. That's what I'm saying. Is that so, yeah. Baseball is the VW bus. It's just been around. It's going to be around. Those stupid buses are still around. People I get like you. It. I get yeah, you now. It's iconic. Yeah. You know, it's there. It's 